Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome to Business Garage. Thank you so much for being here and being present. If you've just tuned in, you're a little late, but you're right on time for the interview. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like cake, you've probably eaten her cakes at a party at your home somewhere. They are big, usually. That's what I know about them. (laughs) They are big and generous and affordable and yummy and all sorts of good things. So Brenda, welcome. Thank you. Beatrice. It's such an honor to host you here at Business Garage today. You look stunning. I, <laughs> I feel oh humbled. Thank you for inviting me here, Worship Harvest. A pleasure. So we'll start by allowing you to send greetings here at, uh, at, at, yeah, at, at Business Garage. We start by sending greetings. Then after that, we get into the story. So please. I had. I, I have a long list of people who asked me <laughs> to send them Kobatu Mila. Yeah. But anyway, um, once again, I'm glad to be here this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, I would like to send my greetings to my rock, Aww. my husband. He's here today. Thank you. Um, I would like to send greetings to my colleagues at work. We work with quite a number of people. And then my party, BNI Sunrise, the families and parents party. Greetings to you. Thank you. Wow, super. So now that you've done the greetings part, let's get into your story. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Brenda? Where, where, where did you go to school? What, how many children do you have? As in, let's first lay that. Who are you before we talk about the thing that was born out of you? Well, yeah, um, Brenda Sekabembe, married to Robert Mulema. Um, he's an engineer, and together we have three children. I went to school, well, Uganda Road Primary School with uh, uh, Mr. Ari Hukamara. I don't know where <laughs> I seated. I used to sit next to him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I went to Gayaza High School for six years. I went to Makere University, did food science and technology, and then I also have a master's in public health from the University of Pretoria. So, yeah, I've really done life like anyone else. You go through the drills, employment, different places, until finally I got to know what my call and purpose was. Um, like I was sharing with you sometime that um, eventually you realize that... Um, this is the line that you should be taking. God yeah. keeps drawing you. Like that verse I told you, I think it's Romans 8, yes. verse 28. Mm-hmm. All things work together for good for those that love the Lord. So slowly you keep finding your path and finally you kind of arrive. Yeah. 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 So basically that's, um, that's about me. I love God. I love Christ. I, I can't imagine life without Jesus in my heart. So that is a very pivotal point of my life. Um, And I like to speak to every business person out there. Or whatever you do, just put God at the center. When you get up in the morning, let him know, I have this problem. Please help me sort it out. And Mm. eventually you'll see that life is becoming easier. And whatever seemed like a mountain, 
becomes like a tiny little stone and you can jump over it and, and move on. Amen. There's an evangelist inside there somewhere. <laughs> Super. So Brenda, let's get into your story. Tell us the beginnings of how, what did you always want to become a business person? Uh, were you born into just business people blood? You know, where did this thing come from? What did you want to do with your life? And then how did you end up uh, getting into business? Just the beginnings of this journey. Um, well, in my childhood days, everyone wanted to be a doctor. It might not right. be the case <laughs> right now, but those days everyone wanted to be a doctor. And I, I worked towards that. I actually did sciences. I was sure I, you know, that was the best profession for me. But eventually, by the time I was ready to enroll for university, I knew that I don't have the heart. <laughs> I, I think doctors are special. Yeah. You know, dealing with suffering people, the pain, the blood. I'm like, no, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Uh, so I chose... Um, the next best option at that point at that time was um, food science and technology mm -hmm. but again it was a good thing that's what that's what I chose to do because it's very relevant in what I'm doing right now yeah. so to answer your question I wasn't really I didn't think I was cut out uh, at the beginning I never thought that I was going to be a business person and in fact I not wasted okay I spent almost <laughs> 10 years um, doing eight to five jobs and struggling so much to remain in that space, even yeah. when my business was earning me more than wow. what the jobs were giving me. I kept insisting I've done a master's, I must put it to use. But well, finally, <laughs> I realized, you know, it becomes very easy when you look at what am I getting from here and what am I getting from this other job. Yeah. This is a side hustle that's paying me three times more than what the job is giving me. So it becomes a very easy um, decision to make, to move and give more time. And once you do that, obviously it becomes, you see growth, yeah. obvious growth, growth sorry, in your business because you're giving it your all. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's very interesting. And I think that there are many people who are in that space because... Why do you think so, though? Why do you think that, people, that that would be happening for someone? Because there are many points in that space where you feel like, yeah, the, the thing is paying me, but I'm going to stick with the career. Interestingly, our peers, for example, so-and-so works in World Food Program, then the other person works in this office. Mm. I'm like, how can I start saying that? I mean, in fact, there's a time I attended a dinner, <laughs> a dinner party, where the host chose to, to um, introduce all of us, eh? one by one. <laughs> so this lady, so by then I'd actually stopped work, like totally I went into doing my business only. So he, she gets up and, and says, oh yeah, this is Brenda, but she's not in mainstream employment. Mm. Duh. Mm. Anyway. So, <laughs> it's like, so yeah. when I think about it now and I think at her, I look at where she is now and where I am, I'm like, how could she have said such a thing? But it's this, they, they appear small, but these are the things that make people feel that being self-employed or doing a business is something that one shouldn't really be proud of. Yeah. And then, of course, our parents, of course, they 
they pay your fees expecting you again to be in this mainstream, mainstream yeah <laughs> kind of work um i remember when i announced to my dad he's late now means so rest in peace when i told him that you know what um i'm leaving this job the job was paying me 1 million shillings <laughs> after my masters and uh <laughs> investing over 74 million in it's it. It's not possible. Yes, mm. and then I come back here and the job I got was paying me 1 million. So I tell him, you know what? I'm making more money from these cakes that I hustle making in the night. So I think I'm leaving the job. So he's like, you can't. How? You just cannot. You know? <laughs> but a few years later, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Of course when you're getting people to supply you you interest family members and I'm sure he went to his grave really saying yeah business is the way to go. Oh. So yeah the, the the people around you of course might think that no 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 this is not a good idea. Yeah. But once they see the fruits of your decision then it becomes of course the way to go. So let's talk about the journey. Where did bake for me begin? Tell us the beginnings of it. When did you start? When did you bake your deal with the government? I mean, did you get startup capital? 20 million shillings and buy all your equipment and you set up shop and just started supplying Uganda? Yeah, I mean, tell us, where did it begin? We see it everywhere now, so where, where did Bake For Me begin? Um, bake For Me started in 2005. Um, as soon as I was done with my university, my first degree, um, I sat at home for two weeks and I was getting very uncomfortable. Of course, I was looking for jobs, but uh, I wasn't lucky yet. Mm. <laughs> lucky. Um, so um, I'm moving around town. I think I had a CV to drop and I had a cousin who was working at uh, Greenland Towers. I don't know what it's called now. Yeah. Cairo Bank Building. And then he had told me, oh, whenever you're hungry, I know job searching can be a pain. Whenever you're hungry, we have free lunch. Um, you can come in anytime and have free lunch. So this day I was hungry. So I walk into this building for lunch. And then he casually got up. Okay, uh, sorry if I can take you back a little. Mm -hmm. My mom, uh, when we were growing up, we never used to buy cakes at home. My mom would bake the cakes. Mm. So, and by then, we did, of course, there's no mixer. You'd use a wooden spoon mm. and um, cream, the sugar. So because it was five of us, um, she, the bowl would move from one to the other. Cream, you get, get tired, tired, you give another. Yeah. Then she would add this. So you would cream, cream, you know, and then we'd <laughs> bake the cake and then enjoy it. So on one of these special days, my cousin had visited us and he knew that, well, we knew how to bake. So I walk into Greenland to have lunch. He gets up, pulls out his wallet. My, my, and then he says, my girlfriend asked me for a cake. He wasn't married then. So he pulls out his wallet and gives me 10,000 shillings. Go and make me a cake. <laughs> he didn't even bother to find out how much I had to spend. I also didn't bother to really think about is this money enough. I just picked it. I went home. 
I think I used sugar from my mom's of kitchen. Of course you did. You don't I think. Used, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I didn't have to pay electricity. Someone paid it. I used a saucepan, you know, and I baked a big cake. That's where As the generosity comes from. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought it to him the next day. So when I walk into his office, he had two um, uh, people sharing the office with him. So he... Um, and then they look at the cake. Wow, that was 10,000? Make me one also. Oh, no. <laughs> and the other person, make me one as well. <laughs> so now, of course, now it's two cakes and there's no deposit this time. So I go home. I borrowed 25,000 shillings from my father. Sometimes people ask for a pardon and I'm like, yes, mitualo ebiri nechitundu. So that was my startup capital. And that is how Big For Me started. Actually, when I brought the two cakes, I moved to the next offices. People, if you want a cake like this, I can, you know, bake it. And then the journey started slowly. Of course, I got distracted by now the job started coming in. My first job was actually paying me 150,000 shillings. Praise but to God. date, <laughs> I thank God so much for that job. Yeah. So much. I would take two taxis. That money was basically enough for my transport. Mm. I thank God so much for that job because it was a marketing job. You know what the hustles are. Like they are real. You really have to convince people. Um... And yeah, they would give me 75,000 after two weeks and then another 75. But because of that experience, mm. I can't even pay the maid in my home 150,000. Because it was just so little. Mm. So, but uh, like, like I said, I really thank God for that. You know, you, you've got to have something to look back at and say, I, this is where I came from. And it reminds you to be humble. Yeah. Okay. And then it also makes you aware that this is what people go through, mm. even worse. Yeah. So, so basically, like I said, I got distracted. Then I started doing the eight to five jobs. Um, I moved from one job to another. Somewhere food science related. Somewhere not. You know, you're really hustling. Whoever is paying you more, you jump onto that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> then at some point, I got fired. <laughs> That should have been the point when you realize maybe I oh should gosh. pursue business. And I want to speak to whoever has ever been fired. Speak to them. <laughs> Especially fired unfairly. If you've done wrong, honestly, uh, search yourself and correct what you're doing wrong. But this was unfair. But I also thank God for that experience. Because, again, it kept drawing. Imagine, I had my book cakes like three, five a week, but here I was a bit fired. I'd move around in town, face down. Huh? Yeah. And you feel like you have a placard reading, she was, was fired. fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, but, again, in that time, you're, you're, you're pushed to work harder at your business. Yeah. Because then you're like, okay, now I'm only surviving on this hustle. Okay, and then I think it's also after that that I felt, okay, and then I'm like, maybe I was fired. I was a junior staff. I was uh, uh, an assistant. Uh, what do they call them? Um, not a personal assistant, a project assistant. Mm. So basically like a secretary. Imagine a food science 
graduate <laughs> four years in Makere but life happens i life mean happens. you are secretary in this big project yeah, you're doing secretarial work generally yeah? and then you're fired but the money was good it was like 900000 yeah, it was better than the 150 that's yeah. very good mm. so i felt bad losing that job mm. but then then i'm like okay i think i should study some more Of course, wow. I'm speaking to people. Yeah, it's, I think you should get a masters. So they st- stopped stepping on you. Okay? okay. So I pack up. Uh-huh. I go to South, South Africa. Africa. All the way. Yes, I'm like it won't even be in Uganda. Yeah, let's go out. I sold my car. Oh I my sold gosh, half. You guys. I, I had a, a plot of like 50 decimals. You did not sell it. Yeah, in Bwebaja. You sold next it. Next to that hotel actually. I sold half of it just to go to south africa mm. then no you, but yeah. yes it was a good thing yeah, i went course. and you can never put a a a a price tag to um exposure it's true i like to encourage people when you get a chance to move out of uh our boundaries you always learn something mm-hmm. of course when i would be moving in the malls you stop wherever you see cakes you're like okay But I had people here making the cakes. By the way, by then I was employing three people. Yeah. <laughs> And the the cakes kept me in that place. It was very expensive. You know, I got a rude awakening. I'd never paid rent. <laughs> I had you, to you pay first paid rent 800,000 rent in South Africa. Yeah, so but it was such a nice journey. I mean, the exposure Of course you see things a little differently yeah. and then you learn that you should be going to other places to learn from other people. Yeah, so I come back and then that's when I get the 1 million job. <laughs> so basically between uh, the, the degree and the masters in South Africa you mm. got an increment of 100,000 shillings. Just to yeah. put it in perspective from your well, origin the job before that. I, I first got a job in South Africa. Okay, okay that one was a nice job. Mm. Wow. Where where was the job? Bill and Melinda Gates oh, Foundation. Come on Hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation it was a project. Of course they are short. Hmm. Like 8 months. But you know when you have people buying your tickets, it it, it feels really nice. But then they end and I really wanted to come back and say to I wanted to get married. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, Sunday and to a Ugandan. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like no if I stay there. And then again xenophobia happened. You know all things work together for good. Mm. So when you have people shouting at you go back home. What are you doing here? I'm like mfachi. Mike Baker is there in Uganda. Mm. I would fly and come and do people's wedding cakes and fly back. Why do I the questiba on this country real? So I came back. But then I came back to 1 million shillings. Okay, I really thought that I was going to get a very big job because that was the aim. Mm. Yeah, but I came back to 1 million shillings salary and traveling up country. Uh-huh. That meant people would call me for cakes and I would say sorry I can't. I'm not around. From flying in and out. Manu, generally <laughs> all yeah. the signs were telling you what to do. All the signs were just push and then you you're sending people away but the, at the end of the month you've actually earned let me 3 million shillings for your from your cakes your side hustle and then you're pocketing 1 million from the main job which you're giving 8 hours wow 
Anyway, I only stayed six months at this job, and then I finally threw in the towel. Thank you, Lord. And it's been such a, an awesome <laughs> journey. <laughs> yeah. So this is now 2011, right? When you finally said, let me give 100% to the thing I have been treating as the side hustle and make it the main hustle. Yes. Right? And so talk to us about some of the things that started to happen for you from 2011. Because I think you, if you can share about South Africa and how it impacted your uh, mind concerning the business, like mm -hmm. for it moving from just thinking about one order, two orders, what are some of the things you found there about, about bakeries and cake businesses that started to open your mind? Now it's interesting. Of course when you have passion, I didn't even know that that was my passion, by the mm. way. Mm. But somehow, you, you pick interest. So of all the jobs that I could have done, odd jobs in South Africa, I chose to approach a bakery. <laughs> of course. Yeah, but my God, when you don't have a work permit. So I was a volunteer. Mm. Not even a single coin. Mm. But I would stand and watch and work you'd watch one person icing 200 cakes and then another guy is baking 4,000 pies and then you're asking them are you going to sell this in this uh, small outlet? Okay, it wasn't really small in this outlet. No, no, no. Then the, a driver would walk in and they come in to we're running late to fetch like I'm taking 100 cakes to this outlet and another or, and throughout this time I realized God was showing me yes. that this was possible. Mm. So much as I didn't earn uh, money, mm -hmm. but I was seeing firsthand yes. that you can actually bake 200 cakes mm -hmm. in a day. Mm -hmm. Then you can have outlets. Mm -hmm. You can have drivers who you bake in one place and, and you know. So it's, it was a lot of impact. And of course you're coming into contact with very nice ingredients. And then the more you research, you realize, okay, now this chocolate, much as it's in South Africa, it comes from Indonesia. So your wow. next trip is to Indonesia. Indonesia. And then when you get to Indonesia, you're like, okay. And then they're showing you some other, some other things that are, you know, nice. And then they're also importing from other places. Then your next trip is to another place. Yeah. So it, it, it really opens up. It opened up my mind, mind. Yeah, yeah. To, to understand that, yeah, Uganda is a, a nice place. I am a very patriotic person. But it also doesn't hurt to learn from, from other, other places. places. And it also helps you to be a little different from yes. your competition. Mm. Of course, you need to stand out. Yeah. Um, people tend to think that, um, w like in the baker's uh, world, mm -hmm. because very many people have come, out as, come up as bakers, then they're like, how do you manage? There are so many bakers. Mm -hmm. But... The more you learn from other people, you learn how you can stand out yes. from your competition and keep on attracting customers to you. Absolutely. Yeah, so it was a lot of impact. Yeah, so, so, so what happened for you in South Africa is your mind was opened up to possibility without even realizing it. And it's interesting that mm. you're saying you didn't know that that was your passion. I because didn't. of all places, you go to malls, you're looking at cakes. Yes. That's not normal human behavior. People, I don't think people here go looking at cakes in malls. Yeah, generally that's not what people do. They go to look at clothes, watches, uh, and gadgets. 
but not true. cakes is not usual behavior and maybe if that's what you you keep being attracted to if it's gadgets maybe, maybe look deeply in mm. in there it could be your passion you know mm. to go into selling uh, such some of those things yeah. absolutely and and so he, you come back 2011 and so tell us about that journey now getting into it completely what are some of the things you've had to learn adjust and do and what what have you seen what growth have you seen um since you start, you since 10 years ago since you decided to get into the thing 100% what has been the difference um of course like i said uh, i was employee alpha at bake for me <laughs> i was alpha and omega i would do everything i would bake market deliver wow if I, <laughs> yeah well when you remember these things wow <laughs> I would deliver, I would do everything. But of course, once you're working in your business, then you realize there's a gap. Yeah. I'm wasting time driving. Okay, by then there wasn't too much traffic, but there was a bit. I'm wasting time driving, and yet I could have someone do that. Yeah. So that I can concentrate on making Baking. the cakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's the phone calls. Goodness. Wow. Uh, you're picking calls, you're driving, you're your procuring your you know so when you give your business a hundred percent it gives you that time to realize i can do this easier mm-hmm. i can make a call i don't have to go to this store physically yes um yeah and then of course it works out really nice um then uh the growth becomes automatic okay almost by the way i also failed at some businesses Mm. This is not the first thing that I did. Can tell us a you bit about yes. <laughs> Please. I thought that some businesses, um, that job that was paid me 150000 you know, we also tend to be attracted to the things that we do. You'll find that someone who is into, I want to imagine that uh, one of the choir members, uh, okay, the guys with the drums and oh, whoever is handling the music will most likely be interested in having a, a, a PA system for hire, most likely, because you're, you're used to this stuff, you know how they work and everything. So, um, when, you, when, you are, when you are being paid 150K, you yes, when I was also. being paid 150K, it was a meat processing plant. We are making sausages, ham, bacon, you know. Um, so that was my first business. That's my first trial. And I was so passionate. Over the weekend when I was not working, I, I would give people samples, tests, and indeed I was picking up. I bought a big chest freezer. I put it in a shop. I was living in Kansanga, so of course that's where I chose to put the shop. Yeah. Um, to cut a long story short, it was during the time of load shedding. And you have a freezer. Not load shedding <laughs> of one day or two. Eh. Anyway, just know I lost stock of a whole freezer full of meat products. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so these things are normal. As someone struggling to, to, to pick yourself up, you're going to do things that won't work. It worked for a while, but I had to let it let go. It go? Mm. Yeah. I sold tokens at campus, telephone tokens. tokens. What are telephone tokens? Hey. <laughs> we, we, we used to have those phone booths, huh? 
um, where you drop a token oh, coins coins yeah to make a, a phone call well, the ones people see in movies in fact i would go by mr monera's pharmacy in wandegea say hi <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and then I'd be going to the post office behind there. I buy the tokens and I come and sell them to the people in my hall. So you couldn't so, use no more coins. The tokens were that, special. That is what was uh, available until the mobile phones came. And of course then you have to say bye to your canice business. So so you try um, this and be. that. <laughs> <laughs> you try this and that, but finally mm. And all you're, that is preparing you you're learning you're yes. growing you you're, you're learning, learning that losses are part of a yes. business I mean you can wake up and a driver will tell you okay this really happened you're getting ready for that day of course some people go ahead of you and they'll call you madam I've been hit by a taxi head on <sighs> okay then you breathe and then you remember the things you've learned <laughs> John Maxwell <laughs> your stuff don't care how much you know they, they but know how much you care, care. <gasps> then okay how are you are you broken <laughs> i you don't even ask about the car mm. i mean it's a head on collision what does that say even if you ask it's not going to be reversed it's true you okay you're not broken nothing no broken bone okay so all that is part of life and as a, as business people you need to have resilience mm. if you don't have it you need to find it somewhere find it i don't somewhere. know where <laughs> <laughs> wow this is there's so much already that we are learning i want i think people want to know but uh uh-huh, where is big for me now like tell us what's happening what has what has got done in the last 10 years through your business how much do you bake on on a regular day how much how many cakes go out on your on your on the weekends me i know the numbers so i want people to hear them because they're probably thinking oh maybe she's grown now she bakes 20 cakes a week you know um but it's been 10 years as you've learned lessons and as you've grown the things you saw in south africa have they become possible here where you are what are some of the things how how does it look like right now in how many people do you employ how many outlets how much do you bake oh yes the things i saw in south africa are possible even bigger than that come on um we we employ both um full time and casual yeah and people on casual basis we support over 75 families all of them are families so wow it's um and actually I just remembered a time where I was seated with someone not too long ago. I think at the Monte Cassino we we had uh, Monte Cassino is in Johannesburg. And then this gentleman walks in, he's Ugandan. I think I hadn't seen him for about 10 years. So he comes, "Oh, hi. How are you? I hear about back for me." Then he goes, "I see you." And so just know that is an assignment from God. Because you So many people are relying on yes. you. And then he goes you just cannot mess up. Like you cannot be reckless. So whatever decision you make, you just have to keep remembering that. So the business is supporting a lot of uh, quite a number of people. Um we are supporting people in their education. Yes. Um we've, we've proudly 
supported people to graduation level. I think wow. about um, five now. Wow. Yeah. Um, we have five outlets at Bonga, Kololo, Kans, um, Kajansi, Nakulabye, and Nalia. Hey. Um, um, what other question do you ask? How much do you, how many cakes do you bake? Okay, at, we have a capacity to, to produce as many as 400 cakes in a day. But yeah. that definitely depends on whether you have the orders or not. Yes. Yeah, but we have the capacity to do that. And um, maybe something I didn't uh, shared is that from Bake For Me, uh, Bake For Me Bakery gave rise to the Bake For Me School. Yes. So we actually teach people how to bake. Whoever wants to learn how to bake from scratch, we teach people how to bake. And... Um, the, some of my friends were wondering how can you be teaching people your tricks and but then again how many people are we in Uganda <laughs> 42 million, million. Mm. and then even if we stretched ourselves so much we can only serve 400 <laughs> in a day yeah. so of what use is it for me not to share mm -mm. and anyway I also wouldn't be here if someone had not showed me yeah. so people have to learn to share mm. i mean you you need to teach other people because you also wouldn't be where you are you're not the first pharmacist you're not the first um uh, baker you're not the first uh, person doing videography photography yeah so you'd better learn. in fact there's someone who who gave me a testimony he, he has a dj business yeah so he said that whenever he was playing at a, at a function, people would come asking for music with mm -hmm. a flash. Please, music. And then he would give it to them. Yeah. Then one day his system crashed. And he wow. had to go back to the same people to wow. get back his music. Wow. So let's share. I mean, the more we are, the merrier. The population is growing all the time. The reason for people to eat cake increases. Recently, someone did uh, an introduction shower. And of course, they had our wedding shower. And then they are going to have children. They are going to have baby birthdays, showers. baby showers. And so, so they, they... We should have baptism showers. <laughs> there is so much room baby under reveal, the sky. Parties. <laughs> uh, baby reveal, gender reveal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's so much room under the sky for all of us. Introduction so people, you try not to be um, selfish. Yeah. I hope I've answered the question. You have answered the question. So that's really powerful. People, by the way, YouTubers, you know that you can ask questions and engage with us. We've been looking so far. There are no questions. There's lots of wow, 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 wow. Okay, it's nice that you're wowing. Do you have some questions for, for, for Brenda? I'm told they even give away showers. So people are now telling us about other types of showers out there. But earlier on, you talked about some powerful things that you've that you really say you've appreciated. And one of the things you talked about clearly you've shared now, the power of sharing in our businesses, which is something we need to learn, the abundance mindset, to know that there's always more. And the more you share, the more you have. But yes. you talk to us about some of the other things you shared earlier, about the support system, which includes your, for you it was your husband, mm. uh, family, as well as your, your staff. Mm. And, and by the way, you may not know, but the business started at home. Yes. Right. Yeah. And 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 so her 
yeah the family was the landlord <laughs> yeah so tell us a little bit about that, that the power of a support system and how how what's the value of that um yeah uh, as a business person of course it's a very good thing when your immediate family appreciates what you're doing there will be some sleepless nights these things don't just happen yeah. by the way <laughs> apart from people who steal i am not one of those <laughs> just know that growing a business does not happen overnight there are struggles there are, you, you at some point you feel humiliated i remember a time when someone stole <laughs> a, a good amount of money from us and we hadn't realized it they were taking money off our mobile phones on a daily basis and then Brenda you should tell us the amount me I no. know you don't want to say it me I want to say a good amount I don't know it was it, a lot it was of a money. lot of money yeah. it was more than 50 million yeah yes so um and then you know you keep borrowing to keep afloat that's also part of the struggle people shouldn't be scared of loans but please always pay back be honest first with yourself do i really need this loan can i afford to pay it back because it's very difficult to to get growth you know if you're not getting um supplements from here and there so would borrow and feel the patch i would by then i think i was by myself i'd borrow and feel the patch and then finally of course there are 40 days were up and i got to know and then you're sitting before policemen in a room and they're looking at you I was even pregnant. You know how you can look really in this sorry state. And this policeman said, "She stole how much? And you didn't know what kind of business is that?" You know and it's really so anyway. Um yeah, these things generally happen. I'm losing that question. <laughs> no, you're telling us about some, the support system, yes, so, the so, support system. So basically, your support system has to understand that this there will be Okay, they are not tears anymore really. The resilience you build it over time, the thick skin. There are very few things that you can tell me today that would shock me. Yeah. But what? Yeah. The cars overturned. <laughs> wow. But people are not dead. You get yes, eh? Yes. These things tend to be very minor. Because say if your car overturned and then the driver died, do you know what that means? You're the one employing him. that becomes a crime you're going to foot the burial you're going to have to go to where they are where they are. you're going to bury some people come from as far as the end of uganda border rua there far you know so so you you knew you really need to the support system is important in helping you manage I mean you go home and you have someone you can speak to and say yeah. this, this is what happened Aww. and then they will understand Then at times you have to call on the male figure to come and make a statement. Come on now. Where people <laughs> You know, unfortunately as women, unfortunately it's a fact. Sometimes people tend to oh, yeah. look down on us. So there are some statements which have to be made by my husband. And yes, you realize that people have taken them more seriously. It's not very easy managing people. Of course human resource today someone is in a good mood another day they are not but always remember that you're also like that It's true even yeah? you have bad days Always put yourself uh. in their shoes understand them you know when someone behaves in a way they are not brought, brought up the way you're brought up mm-hmm. At times you'll ask someone do you fellowship anywhere church <laughs> No on Sunday I rest 
on Sunday. Rest. Then we shouldn't take these things for granted. Mm. Coming here and singing, I like that song, Mercy. You know, there is a way in which they will soothe your soul and prepare you for the next week. So when someone doesn't get that, yeah. you're bound to get um, a lot of. Of course, you you get to feel it when you're working with them. Yeah. But the support system is very important. And I also employ parents here because I got the same from mine. I mean, like I told you, my dad gave me my 25,000 shilling startup. <laughs> and then they supported me. I started in my father's, uh, my parents' house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I graduated into to my husband, own, yeah. your own house. house. Mm. So finally, when you leave Fuchs and then you can separate um, work and family and then you celebrate that and you appreciate the journey. So the support system, of course, is very, very important. Wow. Yeah. Support system. And not to forget, if you're clapping, be committed. <laughs> be committed to it. People have woken up to ask questions at the end of our interview. So now I don't know how I'm going to help you. Uh, but about the course, if people want information about the Big For Me course, where can they get it? Um, we have social media handle, um, pages, okay. Instagram, Facebook, uh, WhatsApp lines, Twitter. Um, our Back for Me school is uh, located at Bonga. We, it only takes you one month to learn how to bake. One. Yeah. yeah. One and you're ready to start a business. One month. So you come and train with us on a daily basis from the first of every month to the, to the last day of that month and you're ready. Of course they'll have to be, you have to, to also do what I've been telling you. You put in the time, you research, you try out, you fail, you try again, you keep trying until you get it right. Wow. So, yeah, the, the courses are, it's one course. Okay, we, we have a daily class, and then we also have a weekend class on Saturdays. For the weekend, people who do Saturday classes, you've got to do two months. That's eight Saturdays. Oh. And you're done. It's as simple as that. I like and you it. have your hustle under your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you can start the way Brenda started. So get the information on their social media handles, get in touch. Uh, all these other questions, how do you handle the ever-increasing prices of ingredients? It makes it very difficult for small bakers and clients think we are super expensive, uh, which is true. So I don't know if you have, maybe that's the only one I can ask you. Yeah, the rest I don't think we can handle today. Wish you had asked earlier. Yeah. Well, for that, obviously the economies of scale come into play. When I'm buying a lot, I pay lower. Yeah. There's no way around that. And then again, you can't buy so much and keep your money uh, in your stock. stock. In your stock, yeah. Keep at it. Yeah, that's, that's it. all I can say. Yeah. Keep at it. You get a big order one day, and then it will kind of, you know, push you to the next level. Just keep at it. Keep marketing. Don't uh, be. Uh, make sure you don't lose out on this social media. Social media is a very good place to market. Keep posting what you're doing, but what you're doing, like I said, be honest. Don't post someone else's work and call it yours. Yeah, Yeah. please don't. So just keep at it. Don't give up. Find ways of attracting more people to buy from you so that you can enjoy these lower prices. But yes, of course, we're all struggling. Yeah. Yeah, we're struggling, and you can't be increasing your prices on a daily basis just because the egg moved from 500 to 700, and then you're like, okay, that 200. It's tight, but I think this will come to pass. It will always. My 150k came to pass. It's true. 
stick with it because it's what you're telling us is 18 years old and we are hearing it now in just a very short time but it and that's the thing i feel we need to learn as a generation to stick with something from small as it grows bigger and bigger and bigger and be ready to keep learning yes always know keep your mind open don't freeze that now i know this that's it because new things keep coming all the time absolutely yeah and you are a continuous learner brenda has done straightforward financial growth she has done all these things she's always learning always growing and so you're watching me today and you're hearing this story and brenda began by talking about her relationship with jesus being the foundation of everything that she does that has opened her mind and her heart you keep hearing her talking about integrity honesty staying power and it's been god all the way directing her journey she has had someone directing her and today i want to introduce you to jesus maybe you're here in the room or you're watching us um, at any of our hosting centers or churches or even you're at home and you've never met jesus lord of your life he's the difference maker and i want to give you that opportunity right now if that is you it's very simple you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord that he died for your sins and rose again for your glorification that your life is in his hands that you place yourself and the penalty for your sin on him and not on yourself that he's the one who perfects you so if that is you I'd like you to just go ahead and just pray this simple prayer after me say lord jesus today i receive you as my lord and savior forgive me of all my sins and give me a new beginning take my life and do something significant with it in jesus name amen amen if you prayed that prayer we believe that you are born again yes that you've been, just welcome to the family of god would you let us know send us a message on the number on your screen if you're on radio that number is 0775642449 that is 0775642449 if you're out of uganda just add the country code plus 256 and let us know that you've made jesus lord of your life would like to connect you to a loving family and answer any questions that you may have Once again, thank you so much for joining us for Business Garage today. It has been wonderful learning from Mrs. No, Brenda Sekamembe who has been amazing back for me support the business of course. Buy a cake, taste and see if it is true that it is good because it is. And we will see you again here at Business Garage next week same place, same time with another kingdom business story that is going to inspire you to action. But we'll see you later at 9:00 
here on all our channels and in all our locations for the encounter service as we continue our series with the wealth files with apostle mose we'll see you back then there once again you're blessed see you next week bye for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.